Thank you for joining us. Here at VLC, our purpose is to help people discover and develop a life in Christ. Now here is Pastor Gary Tony. So let's dig right in. This is part five. Uh, and m- maybe, maybe we can wrap it up today. We'll see how it goes. Y'all okay if we, if we take it a little further? Yeah, all right. Ephesians 6. Now remember, hopefully you've been doing your homework. But in Ephesians 6 is where we started. And then we took you back and asked you to come through the book of Ephesians with the perspective of our role and what God says in chapter 6, verse 10, be strong in the Lord. Why would he tell you to be strong if you didn't need to be? You're going to need, there, there will be times in your life that you will need to be strong. When things don't go your way, when people say things about you, when you're in disagreement, when, when things around you aren't unfolding the way they used to. He says, be empowered. This is the title of our talk, Empowered. Be empowered through your union with him. In other words, you got to hang out with him, all right? You've got to spend time with the Lord. You draw your strength from him, not out of some legalistic uh, religious obligation. We never lived that way, but out of a relationship. And this is one of the things that we've said throughout this talk. Guys, if, if God, our Father, tells us we can have it, if he says that we can do it, that we can be it. Instead of us consulting, instead of, uh, instead of evaluating our carnal, intellectual, human nature, why don't we just dare to be crazy enough to believe God? I got one that's right and an amen. Okay, that kind of day. All right. See, I need you to believe this stuff. Let me take it a step further. God needs you to believe it. Now, here's the thing. There are... There's millions of wonderfully born-again, heaven-bound Christians. But we, we're not affecting change on the planet other than in our little house. We have the security of heaven, but are we taking it by force? Are we executing who we are as believers? We have to be open to this reality today. If God's going to do something in the earth, it will be through his body. It will be through somebody that says yes to him. And the Apostle Paul's revelation of the church being his body, that's one of the primary objectives to every believer. And I think it's one of the central focuses of the book of Ephesians. And we, we, understanding that, being open to the revelation of our position, that's what we really kind of introduced last week. Remember the first three chapters, really, they, that's really the main focus of chapters one, two, and three out of the letter to the, the church at Ephesus is our position in Christ. There we go. Today we're going to look at our responsibility. Everybody likes the position, oh yes, praise Jesus, I'm in Christ. It's a, but Paul didn't end it in chapter three. He went on to give us because what happens is once you get the understanding, once you have the revelation of who you are, your position in Christ, there comes, parents, you know this, when your child was two, they got away with things they don't get away with at 12. They, well, <laughs> they should, yeah. Uh, who, who am I to talk? Uh, we had the girls last night and... Adela and I are in the, I'm trying to, you know, go over my notes, and she's wanting to do hair. And uh, I know, 
I know, right? And all of a sudden, we hear this. I'm like, what is that? That's the older one in the bedroom with the massage thing on our bed, full speed ahead. It sounded like a plane taking off. I'm like, what is she doing? (laughs) And see, we try this stuff. Like, would your mom let you do that? Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) Huh? God expects us to embrace responsibility. That's the thing about being empowered by him. He wants us to be an expression of the fullness of him. Now, last week we showed you this in, in chapter, now I want to I real quickly move through some of this so I can get into to today's point. But in Ephesians 1, verse 22, he put all things under his feet. God, talking to Jesus, he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. Jesus is the head of the body, his church. Jesus is the head of the body, his church. You never see a head going anywhere without the... So when you show up, who shows up? Now, I know that's a good church answer, but does he? Because he doesn't override your will, you understand. We're his body on the planet. We are the fullness of him. The, the, the next revelation is this. Not only are we supposed to be an expression of him, we've got to be open to being united as one people in him. Look at chapter 2, verse 17. <clears throat> For we are his workmanship. The new living, I love how the new living says this. We are God's masterpiece. Created in Christ for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should. He's not going to make you do it, but we should walk in them. You should walk in love. You should be an expression of Jesus every day on your job with your family. In traffic. I know, right? For through him we have access by one spirit to the Father. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners. Watch this. But you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the house of God. Right now, you belong to the kingdom of heaven. Not when the role is called up yonder someday. Right now, you are part of God's family now. We are seated in heavenly places with him now. Part of our ancestry is Abraham and Isaac and King David. Huh? Pretty cool, right? The Apostle Paul and James. One day, you won't be listening to me anymore because if Paul's preaching... I'll probably take the back seat. I thought that was funny in my mind. <laughs> the, third, the, the third phase of this, this letter is that God, through the revelation of us understanding our position and taking on our responsibility, is that he will mature and equip and empower us as a believer to advance Christ's victory over darkness, to advance the kingdom of heaven. Watch this, chapter 3, verse 16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. According to the riches of his glory. Huh? Now remember, I did, a, I did a series several months back called Glory Carriers. We carry the glory of God in our bodies. We are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Huh? He grant, he, that he would grant, this is a prayer that Paul's praying. According to the riches of his glory, that we be strengthened with might through his spirit in our inner man. That Christ dwells in our heart through faith. Here we go. Being rooted and grounded in love he prays that we may under that we may be able to comprehend the word comprehend means a working knowledge of not just information that you have a working knowledge of what the width the length the depth the height the love of God is that passes knowledge that you be filled here we go to the fullness of God how will that happen watch this verse 20 
to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power in us. The way you're going to walk in the fullness, the way you're going to be an expression of Christ is according to the power that is in you. Now, it may be laying dormant because you may be governed by your carnal nature, your human senses, intellect, what's going on around you, circumstances and situations, media. These may be things that are dictating your life as opposed to the power that's working inside you, the, the anointing and presence of God inside you. See, once you, once you realize that you're empowered to be an expression of him and, and you're open to, to the fact that we, we're going to do this together as a body, third, we become mature believers empowered to advance the mission of Jesus on the planet. So moving into these last three chapters, I want you to stay open to this big reality today. And I know that we've been asking you throughout your study to do this. But the in Christ realities, this in Christ life, it comes with spiritual moral and ethical expectations as you grow in your relationship with Jesus you don't act the way you used to act you don't treat people the way you used to treat them. I know you still want to I, I still have carnality I still have flesh there are times you just want to give people a piece of your mind don't you and if you're even remotely close to Jesus the minute you do it you have a check about it if you're even closer to Jesus, before you do it, you have a check. But you still shut it up because flesh, the Bible says, the Apostle Paul in the church, the letter to the church at Corinth, he says, the flesh wars against the Spirit. It's a nonstop battle right here. But as you grow, there is a strengthening, are you ready for this? Process. Say process. You all have heard me say this hundreds of times between the promise and the provision. Pro we don't like, pro Andy, we don't like process. We just want, we want it. Just click a button, give it to me now. I was so aggravated last night, man. Because, see, the only time I get ice cream is when we have the girls. I mean, I was hyped. I'm like, <laughs> you know, we thought for sure we were eating at McDonald's. They wanted Cattleman's. I'm like, what? <laughs> so we go there, and then it's Walmart. Oh, it was a big night, Chris, yeah. Yeah. And then from Walmart, it's Dairy Queen. And I'm like, yes. Blizzard time, baby. And then I get a text from Tracy. The line was out of the parking lot, down the street. For soft serve. So needless to say, no ice cream for G last night. I know, right? And Cameron said, I don't want it. Or Adler said, I don't want any anyway. <laughs> what? You're supposed to be on my side. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, I wasn't going back there for nothing. Uh-uh. It, 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 it was enough of a battle getting them out of the toy section. And some, I don't know how much later, we won. <laughs> anyway, come on. Ephesians chapter 4. Now, remember, we're talking, we're going from position, all right? Now we're stepping over into responsibility. Ephesians 1, or Ephesians 4, verse 1, Paul, the prisoner of the Lord, I beseech you, I'm begging you, walk worthy of your calling. Hmm? Which you were called. That means you. I know you're sitting there trying to look this way and be all spiritual, but I'm talking about you. Y'all watching? You. I know you're not ready to come back and fellowship with us. That's okay. We love you. When you get back, we're going to put you to work. 
because we all have a calling. No one is exempt from this. No one. Let's go down to verse 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Why did he give these to the church? See, I say this respectfully and jokingly. I'm God's gift to you. And I know, I'm, I know some of y'all are like, I want a refund. <laughs> but God put ministers into the church, watch this, verse 12, for the equipping of the saints, say that's me, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying or the building up of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God till we all come to a perfect, that word, don't let it fool you, it doesn't mean flawless, it means mature. See, responsibility brings maturity. Maturity, response, they go hand in hand. And then he, then he makes this statement, I love this, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. In other words, you're going to, we're, we've been called to measure up to him. Watch this. It keeps, it, it just, I mean, when you read the whole thing, boy, I mean, he's just like an onion peeling layers off your life dealing with you. Watch this, verse 14, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men. And the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. This right here is what's going on in our society right now. Is winds of different doctrines and the trickery of the, or manipulation of men. And the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting governed by spiritual authorities. Don't get mad at a politician. They're just a puppet that's being manipulated by a spiritual force of darkness. Now, they need to stand up. I want leaders to know this. Just because you have a title doesn't make you a leader. Anyway, my wife told me I can't get into any of that today. Boy, I want to. Because they'll let a bunch of knuckleheads run the streets and wreak havoc in the streets. But then they want to tell us we can't fellowship? Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, I think we have the right, to, we do have the right to protest. That doesn't make it right. Being right and doing right are not the same thing. Anyway, speaking the truth in love. <laughs> we may grow up. <laughs> speaking the truth in love, we may grow up in all things into him who's the head. Verse 21, if indeed you've heard, if you've heard him and you've been taught by him, you cannot go to Victory Life Church and not be taught by him. I'm not, you got to get me out of the equation. Having heard him, being taught by him, as truth is in Jesus, watch this, that you put off concerning your former conduct. That you put off, who's got to put it off? You put off the old man that grows corrupt according to deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you put on. Now, who does the putting off? empowered by the spirit we do now verse 24 he says and you put on the new man which was created according to god in true righteousness and holiness i love how the new the new living translates this passage in verse 24 you put on your new nature created to be like god come on somebody you are created to be like him. So the things that you read, the things that you watch him do. Man, I was going through John 14 again today and Jesus, or yesterday and Jesus said, man, the things I do, anybody that believes this, the things I do, you can do. 
So I go look at Jesus' life and I look at mine and I realize, according to Ephesians, I'm not measuring up to the fullness of the stature of him yet. That means I still got some growing to do. The process is still at work. I don't get mad and say, well, it must not have been God's will for that in my life. No, you have, you have God's will right in front of you. That keep Chapter 5, keep going. Therefore, verse 1, therefore, what's the therefore, therefore? Because you're going to put on this new man. Therefore, since you put on the new man, are you ready? Be imitators of God like little children. See, little children, you know what children do, Travis and Kim? They tell on their parents. You want to see how mom and dad act? Just watch the kids. I learned it from watching you, dad. Yeah, old school, y'all remember that commercial? A couple of you, okay. He says, be imitators of God like, like dear children. And then he says, and put on love. Verse, verse 8. Now, say now. You are light in the world. Walk as children of light. Once again, not out of some religious, legalistic obligation. That never works, you all. That never works. See then, verse 15, that you walk circumspectly. Why you got to use big words in the Bible? Come on, man. You know what? He, basically, he, he means this. Walk with wisdom and intentionality. Be on purpose about your life. He actually makes it very clear at the end. He says, walk circumspectly, not as fools. <laughs> Don't be a fool. Redeem the time because the days are evil. Watch this very carefully for all of you all that still think, well, if that was God's will, it would just happen. Therefore, don't be unwise. Are you getting the point that Paul's trying to make here? But understand what the will is. Of the Lord is. Why would the Apostle Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, tell us to understand what the will of the Lord is if we couldn't know what the will of the Lord is? Come on, you all. That's a, that's a religious cop-out. Well, if it's God's will. God's will is written in this book. Our job as responsible believers, as heirs to the throne of heaven, as vessels of the anointing, as, as the body of Christ on the planet, is to spend enough time with him until the transformation takes place. So let's go back to chapter 6 and wrap this thing up today. Because this is who God needs you to understand who, as far as your role, what he's expecting out of us today. I think for the longest time, especially during what we're dealing with, the church has been kind of quiet. Overall, we just don't want to ruffle any feathers. And I'm not telling you to be stupid and do some of the stuff they're doing in the streets. That's ignorance. That, that accomplishes nothing. And if you had leaders that were leaders, it wouldn't be happening. I know some of you don't agree with me. Well, this is America. You have that right. That doesn't mean you are right. Ephesians 6, watch this, verse 10. In conclusion, see, I made it. I'm going to wrap this up today. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, the strength which is boundless. It's from his boundless might and power that he provides this. Verse 11, put on, now this is out of the Amplified, watch this. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier. You know, I don't need armor at the golf course, usually. <laughs> you know, depending on who's playing. 
You don't need armor to shop at the mall. Not yet. Why? Listen, come on, guys. We want to read the Bible, and then we just want to pick and choose the ones that soothe our conscience. Why is the Holy Spirit summing this letter up in this young radical church with this point? Put on God's whole armor that you may be able to, watch this, heavily armed like a, like a soldier, that you may be able to successfully stand against the strategies and the deceit of the devil. Hmm? Put it on. Who's got to put on the armor? God's not going to just make you do it, man. He's not going to make you do it. He will not, listen, he will not make you do it. I know some of you all have said some of this nonsense. Well, I, the, the Lord just made me do it. The Lord, I couldn't. No, I've watched some of you all. You do what you want most of the time. Amen. He is. Put on his whole armor. Let me, uh, let me take a second before I unpack the rest of this. If you are getting baptized this morning, those of you that are, our ushers are at the back door, right? Well, they were. They just disappeared. Somebody be at the back door and direct them. But you're, you can go ahead and go to the back. Jimmy, if you'll show them where to go. There we go. Shannon's back there. Anybody that's being baptized today, just you'll go ahead and head to the back. And, uh, and they'll, uh, they'll direct you on what to do. Those of you that have family members or you're part of the families of someone being baptized, when I turn it over to, to Pastor Tim in a few minutes, I want you all to make yourself at home, okay? Come, if you want to take pictures, this is a special time. So come up, gather around the front of the stage. Uh, this is your family. We want you to take pictures and enjoy this moment uh, so uh, that you could be part of this. So once, once I turn it over to Tim, you just come on up and make your way. But until then, while they're getting ready, I'm not done with you, all right? Verse 11, let me look at it again. Verse 11, put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy-armed soldier, which God supplies that you may be successful. How many of you want to be successful? Yeah, that you may be successful to stand against all the strategies and the deceit of the devil. Pay close attention to verse 12. For we do not wrestle. I said it right, Andy. I said wrestle. I usually, it's usually wrestle. Andy sent me a picture of the preaching, wrestler, wrestling preacher. A preacher, or was it a preacher wrestler? One of the two, dude looked pretty scary, but he, anyway. For we do not wrestle with flesh and blood. Listen carefully. Our fight is not with flesh and blood. We contend only, or contending only with physical opponents. That's not us. But, but we, our battle is this. It's the, the despotisms, or that word really, it's the oppressions of the enemy, the deceptions of the enemy. It's not physical opponents. It's against powers. It's against master spirits who are world rulers of this present darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. Remember, I went into great detail out of the book of Daniel about what's going on. There are, there are demonic forces that influence cities. By design. I know most of the Christian world has our head in a bubble, and we, we want to blame a politician. At some point, church, I, I, I promise you, I promise you in the name of Jesus, there is going to be a divine separation. You better hear me. The church will stand out different than the world at some point if it's just a remnant. Make no mistake, this assignment from God is our calling to be covenant guards 
You need to understand how to exercise your authority in the spirit. It's not talking to somebody. It's not, it's not coming against a politician. Half of them don't even know any better. They're in somebody's pocket so deep they can't even make a quality decision on their own. Our assignment is from God as a covenant guard. We're not battling to get, this, is a mil this whole thing in chapter 6, this whole is a military strategy. Those of you that have been in the army, you serve, you understand this term. Our job is to occupy territory. That's what we do. God has given it to us. We are the ones authorized. But most church, we just want to sing Kumbaya and have a new worship song. Rattle! It's awesome. What, what, I think there needs to be some rattling. I think there is some rattling in the body of Christ. I think it's time for a wake-up call for us. And it's not going to be this carnal thing that we do. We're going to step over into the world of the unseen. The world needs to see a believer, guys, who knows exactly, exactly who we are. And you're not all, now I know I'm passionate and I get aggressive sometimes. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. But make no mistake, I still, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love the hell right out of people. Love it. I know, Miss Betty, I know. I am. Bad boy, bad boy, what you going to do? <laughs> she, she, that's my elder. She influenced me, all right? See, the world needs to see us because we live, listen, we, we live in a society that's grown comfortable ignoring, refusing, denying God to the degree that in their mind, they're convinced that God's not necessary. And they have been so deceived by the spiritual authorities that just manipulate people. And what's sad is when churches stay quiet. Now, I'm not telling you to go do some dumb protest. I'm not saying that. Huh? See, I'm more convinced than ever that the Holy Spirit is still looking to empower He, he wants us to rise to the occasion. After all, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, of a well-disciplined mind, and he has done it for a reason. You want to make a change? You want to make a change? Learn how to execute your authority as an heir to the throne of heaven in the spirit realm. Take authority over the powers of darkness in your city. Don't let them wreak havoc. I promise you, one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand. If, if just this group come together, we would shake the kingdom of darkness to its knees. But we don't, we'll, we'll say one little prayer and then we quit and go back to this is the days of our lives. And man, when are we going to get a new show on? I'm kind of glad there's not any new shows on. It has forced me to turn the stupid thing off. When you learn to yield to the power of God in your life, huh? Proverbs says those who reverence God, those who reverence God, they are the ones that stand strong in him. See, sometimes we just simply need to be reminded that there's going to be times in our life in Christ that it will contradict everything that humanity has seen. God will ask you to do some radical stuff sometimes. Guys, I want you to listen to me. The prophet Elijah, he changed for three and a half, Derek, three and a half years, one dude changed the landscape, changed the atmosphere, the climate of a nation. One guy, 
went into the spirit world and said, God, in your holy name, no more rain. James writes about it in his letter telling us this is how we are to function as the believer today. He says the fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available in the spirit. So I'm here today to declare over you. You are strong in the Lord. You are anointed, empowered by him. I want to leave you with this very simple summary out of the book of Ephesians. Uh, and it, I, I can't really take credit for it. There's an old, 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 old book by a gentleman named Watchman Nee that uh, it's called Sit, Walk, Stand. And he says this in chapter 2, verse 6 of Ephesians, he has made us to sit, say sit, together in heavenly places. Not someday. The way God sees you now is in heavenly places. In chapter 4, we are to walk worthy of the calling. You are called. No matter what you feel like, no matter what someone has told you, you are, you are to walk worthy of your calling. And then chapter 6, that we are, uh, verse 11, so that we are able to stand against all the tactics of the enemy. But before you can walk with Jesus, you've got to sit at his feet. Before you're going to be able to stand against the tactics of the enemy, you've got to walk in the shoes of Jesus and see how he did it. They come to get Jesus. It was, it was interesting. I'm almost done. They came to get Jesus right before the crucifixion. That's when Lucifer, Lucifer, uh, Judas, uh, yeah, either one. <laughs> when Judas was going to betray him with a kiss and a group came in there. And the Bible says that Peter whipped out a, store, a sword and cut the dude's ear off. Now, here's, here's my opinion on this. I say opinion. Peter was a fisherman. I submit to you, he was trying to cut the dude's head off and he missed. I don't, I don't think he was that skilled to just, I'm just going, I'm just going, I'm gonna, I couldn't do it. I'm just going to cut your ear off just to teach you a lesson. No, I, I believe he was trying to take the boy's head off. Guy probably ducked a little bit and got his ear. Huh? Jesus said, put your sword away because if you live that way, that's how you will have to respond. That's how you'll have to live. He said, don't you know? If I wanted to, listen, listen, this is who we are today. Don't you know if I wanted to right now, I could ask the Father and he would commission 12 legions of angels for me right now. I can, in other words, what's he said, I can wipe you off this planet, dude. So calm down. We got this. He, he was fulfilling his mission. See, I want you to understand something today. This is why you have to set up camp in this letter to Ephesians because it will establish who you are and why you are on the planet right now right now put on your armor understand who you are embrace the calling of God on your life amen now here's the thing it comes uh, with this initial step of faith you have to give your life to Jesus all right so if you're in the room today if you're watching us right now if you're listening to this podcast next year and the Spirit of the Lord taps you on the heart, take a step of faith. Give your life to Jesus and he'll help you discover what he died that you could have, but you have to start. So if you're in the room, if you're watching, say the prayer with us. Y'all, let's all together as a family. Lord Jesus, come into my life and make me new. And from this day forward, 
Jesus is my Lord. Heaven is my home. And I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said the prayer, if you're in the room, stop out of our information desk. Let somebody know if you're watching. Tell a friend, call somebody, call us here so we can help you celebrate and take your next steps in your journey of faith. If you brought your tithe today, on your way out after Tim dismisses you all today, just drop your tithe in one of the give boxes. We don't, we don't, you know, we don't pass the buckets anymore with everything going on. We try to, uh, to eliminate some of those things. Those of you that are giving by our church center app, just continue your faithfulness. We are able to continue moving forward with all of the things that God has put on our heart to do because of your faithfulness. So God bless the hand of the giver today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to click on the subscribe button. For more information on Victory Life Church, check us out at victorylifeky.com. Thank you so much for listening.